Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Jake, I think our brains need a break. Bring it up. I got my I got my we'll Dirk get... pose going on right now. Like when he was when he was in the NBA finals and he would sit at the press conference and like lean back in his chair and he would just like pick up the microphone. He'd be like, I'm just gonna like riff for a little bit. He would just get really relaxed. I'm I'm doing that for the next two segments, especially because we're not on stadium anymore. I uh, I I loved when they when they beat the Heat the second after they lost to the it Heat was the first awesome. time beating They yeah, mocked him really for great. being sick. You're like coughing in the tunnel because he said he had a cold after the game and he just stuck it to him. It was awesome. It was pretty awesome and like validated, like obviously what was going to be a Hall of Fame career no matter what, but obviously with the championship makes it a little more, a little more special. And there's your NBA walk down memory lane here. Uh, best of the best, our bets for tonight in the association are coming up in a little bit. Bets of Steel coming up next segment. Uh, we'll give you our bets for game four of the World Series and the games we've already bet for week nine in the National Football League. But for now, Ken, uh, we've been teasing it for a lot of the show. Um, and it's like the last part of the James Harden discussion with Harden getting traded to the Clippers, obviously opening up like a lot of uh, shots a lot of opportunity, and we've seen that manifest itself the first couple of games of the season, right? Because Harden hasn't played for the Sixers. For Tyrese Maxey, who we all knew was awesome, but maybe he's like actually like even better than we might have thought he was. Uh, Maxey is priced to be most improved player. Bet MGM is plus 175. A couple of games into the season, plus 175. Our guy, Scotty Barnes, up next at, at uh, plus 900. Cade Cunningham, 10 to 1. Tyler's guy, Cam Thomas, at 11. Uh, Franz Wagner, Jordan Poole, Mikel Bridges, Shengu, and some of the other names. But again, Maxi, the favorite with a bullet right now, plus 175. Uh, Ken, your thoughts on Maxi, most improved player, now with James Harden obviously playing for the Clippers in Los Angeles? Yeah, this is uh, the price and the player that's moved the most since the start of the year in any market. Uh, this is what Noops and I were talking about yesterday, and that was before Harden got traded. So he gets traded. Now, obviously, that this was something that was predictable. Harden gets traded, Maxi's price drops in this market. Why was it predictable? Because if Harden's not going to come back to the team, Maxi can keep doing the things that he's doing, which is scoring at an exceed, you know, extremely high rate, most importantly, taking a lot of shots, which he was not able to do when Harden was on the team. That was the, the, the thing with him before. There were just never that many shots available because Harden and Embiid were going to shoot so much. Now his usage 
and they didn't they didn't even get like a dominant scorer back they didn't get norman powell back or you know even like man back like so for right now the usage for maxi is just outrageous like it's gonna be so he's gonna take so many shots gonna score a million points um so i i get that bullishness and i i think of course it's possible that he wins most improved player uh of course it's possible the my hangups would be many so uh first question did have i did i bet him in this market ever uh, no. Second question, did I bet him now when Harden got traded? Because now it seems really likely he's going to win. No. Do I see myself betting him in the future? No. Uh, why? Well, he's really low priced already. That's thing number one. But also, I, there's a, a hang up with him. And it's one of the things that makes most improved the the funniest and the dumbest award simultaneously. It's a little bit like comeback player of the year for the NFL, where comeback player of the year, the prices move on the performances of the players like Tua has a really good game his price drops uh Lamar Jackson has a really good game his price drops but they're not actually more likely to win because you don't know if voters think of them that way and so there's like a, an invisible barrier that might prevent Tua from winning which is that people don't consider him for this award or especially Lamar Jackson I think Tua you could make the case that people would consider him like Lamar Jackson's gonna win most of Lamar Jackson could throw nine touchdowns this week his price should not go down for most of, for comeback player of the year he is very unlikely to win no one thinks of him that way so this that's it's one of those funny things right where it can't just move on the performances of the players okay well if we look at NBA most improved player the same way it can't just move on who's good and i'll prove it to you last year for a large portion of the season i was really dead set against the idea that shea gilgis alexander could win this award he became the favorite in the betting market he remained the favorite for several months and be like well why was he the favorite and everybody be like because he's averaging 30 a game he's awesome he's one of the best 15 players in the league maybe one of the best 10 players in the league how could he not win most of he's so much better than the other players and my response was always yeah but like it's not whether he's good but to to quote finding forrester like which is one of my favorite movies it's not whether he's good it's whether he's too good and what i mean by that is everybody already thought sga was awesome so the reason he didn't win last year is that he didn't win most improved he was past most improved he was on to something else. He was on to all NBA. He was on to, you know, getting a good seed in the playoffs and winning playoff series. He was on to getting leading scorer in the NBA. He was already on to that. So like, even though he was good, and even though like the market would tell you he was likely to win, everybody ended up voting for Larry Markkinen instead because Larry Markkinen was new and we didn't think he was good. And then he improved. So like he came onto our radar when we were not expecting it. So my only thing with Maxi. He checks all like he checks a lot of historical boxes. He's going to get an insane amount of usage, probably. Now the Sixers could also add someone. That would be another hangup, which is like, okay, let's say they trade for Zach Levine. Okay, like is Tyrese Maxey scoring thirty points a game if Zach Levine's on the team, or is he scoring twenty three points a game with Zach Levine on the team? And if he scores twenty three points a game, he's not going to win. So like that would be another thing. Just Maxey might suffer the same fate that SGA suffered, which is Maxey averaged more than 20 points a game last year. No one in the history of this award has ever won averaging 20 points a game the year before they won. Because the idea of the award is that you go from being someone we kind of didn't think was a thing to being a big deal. And Maxey is in that perfect gray area where he was kind of a big deal already. He wasn't like what he is now, but we all already knew he was good. We all knew he was good last year when he almost won this award anyway. Like he was a low-priced favorite for this award, for this award last year, before he even took the leap this year. We all kind of get it already. And if we all kind of get it already, is he going to win? 
So I would actually compare it to SGA last year where market priced him like, oh yeah, gotta be him, gotta be him, gotta be him. Then the votes came in and it was like, nope, not even close. Actually, totally wrong. Not him, not him at all. And could the same thing happen this year with someone who's like a little more off the radar, someone who wasn't very good. It doesn't have to be Scotty Barnes. It could be somebody we don't know about yet or somebody who's like just starting to play well. Franz Wagner would be another guy. But like, he could win. This isn't SGA I was dead set against. This one's a gray area. I just like, the guy's already averaged 20 a game. Everybody already thinks he's good. Yeah, if he averages 30 a game, maybe he can win. But if this like settles in like 24, 25 and he's just really good, maybe we already kind of think he's really good. So I'm I'm passing this the whole way. Uh, if we get to the end of the year, maybe he wins, maybe he doesn't. But I'm willing to just kind of like hang out and see what other players emerge and then see polling. And I, I fear for people that have jammed him on this news that you could be faced with like another SGA situation and someone else wins instead. I'm I'm worried about this scenario that you brought up where the Sixers kind of take this capital that they got on the James Harden trade and then turn around and maybe like Embiid makes a commitment to stay with Maxi and then it's like another player comes and maybe it's Levine. I know Adam Lefko said yeah. like DeRozan's the guy that Ananobi. he wants. He's a Sixers fan. And Anobi yeah. maybe but like but like to your point earlier the, the in the show, like terrible, it could be one of those so guys. They might trade him. Yeah. yeah. And like but, Masai wants like not only all your draft picks, but also like your firstborn yeah. children in, in, in exchange for any. He wants of you his to players. actually bring back raptors. He wants you to reincarnate dinosaurs, and then he would like to trade with you. Or maybe like Jeff Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like a quote, like uh, like what do Masai? What do you think of that trade offer? That's one great big pile of bleep. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, so the, the Wayne Knight maybe going back in the trade. Yeah, right. That would yeah, be so that would be like my biggest concern that, is that. That's what Masai well, would well, say. Me... You make an offer, and Masai would be like, "Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh. you didn't say the magic word." Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Um. So, what do you think's going to happen? Embiid stays or With he Embiid? goes? I think he stays, and I think it's actually possible they win the I championship. Agree. I think he stays also, which is like kind of hurts me as a Knicks fan, but I think he stays also. Um, and if he's going to stay, then you would think that they would probably look to use that capital to acquire another asset for this year. In I which also, case, it's I probably also think be... he could win MVP again too, and not well, on the Knicks, unfortunately. That's, yeah, that's the offshoot of this, right? So the third star comes in, let's say, or like maybe Levine's a star. I don't know if he's like a superstar, but he's a star, right? Yeah, so he's Levine, just a star. DeRozan, Ananobi. So one of these guys comes in. Maxi gets hurt for most improved player, and Embiid MVP like the the likelihood raises. So it's almost like a double effect here if Embiid right. stays and they bring another player I, in. It's 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 you're totally right. So it's funny with the Harden thing. It's like oh, like you you know a, a lot of the content today is probably like can the Clippers win? How are they going to fit these pieces together to make their run? like the last chance for all of these players collectively to make a deep run in the playoffs. That's what's going to guide the conversation. And it's funny because I am just the exact opposite in terms of how I think about the two teams. I, I think Embiid is the interesting player. He's like Jokic last year to a certain extent. Now they're not the same player and Jokic is almost inarguably a better player, but they're both really good. And they're both those types of players, those title stars, we like to call them. Like Philly's the one with the title star. I care about what they're doing, not what the Clippers are doing. What are they doing for one of like the seven players who can win the NBA championship there? Maybe one of like the five players who can win the NBA championship this year. What are they doing for him? And it's not even that they've added anything yet. They've actually given something away, Harden, which I don't even know if that hurts too much. Maxi's so good. And if you add like anyone else, and I, it just can't be understated too. And we actually haven't talked about it all on the show like recently. Nick Nurse for Doc Rivers in the playoffs. 
Like, yeah. so you've got Embiid in his title window probably for the first time in his career. Like year seven, year eight. This was Jokic last year. This was the conversation. You've got Embiid in his title window. You've got Nurse instead of Rivers. You've got Maxi taking a huge leap forward, replacing Harden, who you don't want in the playoffs. These are all insanely positive things for the Sixers winning the title. Even if you like Boston or Milwaukee or, or Denver more, and I like Denver way more, like you have to at least acknowledge that in the playoffs, these little tweaks, not even little, these things that have changed are like a little, they might be something. Like they might really be something. Now, maybe Embiid's just always hurt. Maybe he's always gassed. Okay, cool. That's a flaw with like the fundamental thing, the star himself. But like, I actually do, I think this is like a reasonable opinion to have that like after Denver and maybe after Milwaukee, like Philly, like who's the most likely team to win after those two for me? It's actually, I think it's the Sixers and it, I would say it's not close, but like Phoenix is a little interesting too. But like, I think the Sixers are really in that group. And it's funny because the news today is that they lost something. And then all I want to talk about is how I think they're actually really interesting. I couldn't believe Whale liked the Clippers as much as he does. Now, he didn't say like they're going to win the championship. He likes Denver a lot better, but he's but he like the second best team in the West it. now. Like if you said, hey, like I, Nugget, well, he I, said it. Nuggets play the Clippers. Like I get an opportunity to bet Denver. Okay, well then what's he really saying when he says that? He's saying that the Clippers are a second tier Western Conference team. I would agree with that. Denver, yeah, Phoenix, like, Big Gap, everyone else. Yeah. He, he, he said he liked the Clippers more than Phoenix. I'm curious once we actually see, we haven't even seen Phoenix play yet. And the two guys are out again next game. They're out again tonight. I, which rather, is just like, I mean, come on. Like, come on. Like, well, Beal and Booker are both out the thing. again tonight. They have multiple days off. They play the Spurs tonight, and then they play the Spurs again in a couple days, and then they have like two days off again. I think this is like they looked at the schedule and they were like, you guys can take two weeks off going into the start of the year because we're playing the Spurs. Great. And uh, I have I have both of my hashtag season long fantasy basketball team, both right. Booker and Bradley Beal. It's just like, I just lose. I That's Phoenix, great. It's really awesome. And I, I we've seen like nothing, and it's you can't draw conclusions, I guess, off the games without them. I uh, I love I love Vogel to win Coach of the Year of the top coaches on the t- or the top teams. Excuse me, they're the only ones that didn't win a lot last year. Like they're the only ones. Like Milwaukee won a billion games. I don't think Griffin can win. The one Celtics team. won a billion games. I don't think Missoula can win. Denver won a billion games. I don't think Malone can win. They're just going to do the same thing again. Phoenix won like forty-four games last year or something. Forty-five games. They win fifty-five games this year with those three. He's really not going to win. They'd be the one seed, two seed. He's not going to win versus those other guys. So I think he's just like being slept on totally still right now. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.